What is up, everybody? Welcome to It's Not That Terrible, the podcast where I, Zach Brown, so with my co-host... Morgan. Hi, Slip. And we, <laughs> and we talk about the movies that... This is going to be a good episode, you guys. Just wait. And we talk about the movies that we love that maybe aren't loved by everyone else. And this week, we're talking Power Rangers 2017. has a 44% on Metacritic. And Morgan, I wanted to get someone on here who knows Power Rangers. Thank and God. And I was racking my brain for a bit, and I saw a tweet from our guest... <laughs> Chris Compendio, who was like, I like Power Rangers. And I was like, well, I found our guest. And I am so happy to have you here. Chris, thank you for being on the show. Uh, thanks for having me. And uh, Chris Compendio, by the way. Uh, you said it the Did other way. Compendio. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so I don't mean I to myself. embarrass you in your own show, but I thought it was funny that you're like repeating it to yourself. I was like, yeah, I got, I got this. And then you said it the other way. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. But it's, uh, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Oh, I went on autopilot for a millisecond and it happened. I knew it. I kept saying, I'm like, I know I'm going to mess this up. Well, it's going to be a great show, you guys. Just okay. wait. Like, we are going to have a blast. And I want to get started here. Chris, can you tell me a little about your history with Power Rangers? Oh, boy. Um, so, you know, we Power Rangers and I, we are both 1993 babies. Um, granted, Power Rangers has a couple months off me. Uh, that, that it premiered in August. I was born in December. But it's something that I got into um, later in my childhood. It was one of those shows where it's like, oh, this is the parents are like, this is too violent for you. Don't don't you dare watch that. So I think it was 2001. The season that got me into Power Rangers was Power Rangers Time Force. And uh, based on the Super Sentai season uh, Time Ranger and... It was a very emotionally intense season of television, especially for a child. Um, it was it was one of those seasons of Power Rangers that was very directly adapted from super mm-hmm. from that season because uh, you know like um, usually they just kind of take the the footage of all the fighting and the monsters and the Zords and whatnot, and then they just put in you know their new American shot footage. Um, to splice it all together and make a new story, but this was like very directly uh, an adaptation. Uh, so from there, you know, um, I kind of got into all the seasons after that, and I started to look back. So I started to, um, you know, there was Fox Kids back then, and then things got weird mm-hmm. with like the ownership of networks. So Disney bought what was then called Fox Family. That became ABC Family. It's now known as Freeform. Mm -hmm. But ABC Family would have a lot of marathons with previous seasons of Power Rangers. Um, And especially got to the point with Power Rangers Wild Force in 2002 because they did an episode where all the 10 Red Rangers team up. So they did a lot of, like... Oh, yes. Yeah, they did a lot of, like, retrospectives. So, so like, by the time I... When I I watched that episode, I was like, oh, yeah, I know who Wes is. I know who Eric is. And I kind of know who the other more recent people are but then you get into like mm-hmm. andros and tj and um tommy oliver and jason who like everyone was like yeah jason's like the og like he's he's the best one and like tommy's the best one and stuff like that and i was like and to me i was this little kid I was like who's this spiky haired dude <laughs> like who's this old dude who's still kind of ripped <laughs> um <laughs> so so i started to go back um and you know, obviously, you've got to start with Day of the Dumpster, which is Rita Repulsa mm-hmm. coming out of the dumpster on the moon saying, after 10,000 years, I'm free. It's time to conquer Earth. Um, 
Zordon's in his freaking blue tube, Alpha, that read us escape. We have to find five teenagers with attitude. Um, then the rest goes from there. And I just, I think I pretty much digested just like all those earlier seasons. Um, and it was kind of cool seeing um, seeing a change because it, it definitely got a little more mature by the time you get, you're getting to like the, the space stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they yeah. shifted like the Zordon era ended and then there was more standalone. Um, and I kind of kept going, um, even, even though people, <laughs> people at my school kind of made fun of me for it. Cause you know, I was like in like what, like fifth grade or whatever. And I was still kind of into yeah. Power Rangers. Um, like it's, it's a kid's mm-hmm. thing. Um, and I yeah. kept going until 2009, which was RPM. Uh, that was the point where Disney owned Power Rangers and, um, you know, it, it was shot in New Zealand instead of Los Angeles, and um, RPM was like this weird 1980s Terminator inspired. <laughs> um, if there's literally um, like Hicks and Vasquez are characters, are the names of characters in Power Rangers RPM, and oh, of course, yeah, and they 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 um structured the first few episodes like Lost. Um, oh. with, where they had, oh, like, I'm they in. had flashback <laughs> episodes of each of the Rangers, and all the episodes would end in black letters, Power Rangers RPM, just like Lost did. <laughs> That's Like, what? this was, <laughs> RPM is crazy. It's Mad Max and Terminator, and, like, because it's, like, post-apocalyptic, they're in a domed city, and there's an AI with robots trying to murder everyone. Ooh. It's so wild. Um, it's... <laughs> Yeah, look that's it up. Incredible. Yeah, uh, it might oh, still be on Netflix. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, it it was so crazy that they fired the show and were midway through it because it was getting too over budget. <laughs> oh my god, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, and then they they brought back like a Power Rangers veteran to finish the season. Like the second half was like okay. Um, mm. Then after that, Power Rangers was like low key canceled for a bit. Um, was it? 2010 what they did was they um they they re-aired the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers but they added like they added like 60s Batman like pow bang things like colorful things oh. like it was really weird what they did um and then Nickelodeon bought it um they started with what Power Rangers Samurai thing in 2011 and I saw one episode of that and I was like yeah, you know what? I think I'm done with this. <laughs> like, did you? So, Chris, did you watch Ninja Storm back in the day? Yes, I thought Ninja Storm well? was rad. Um, I did too. I had. I think I still have the uh, the motorcycle somewhere. Yes. No, I I have some of the action figures, and I I think I have mm-hmm. like the Red Ranger's uh, motorcycle, and mm-hmm. um, and that that was that was like that was the that was the transition point because Wild Force was yeah. the last one. That was shot in L.A. and owned by Saban. Um, okay. And midway through, Disney bought it, so like that's why it moved from Fox to ABC. Which like I thought, I thought the show ended, and then I just randomly saw a new episode on ABC one day. I was like, oh wait, there's still more of this. Cool, because like I was a kid, I didn't like do my due diligence. Yeah, no. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, and then like so like Ninja Storm was the first one shot in New Zealand, so it was a bunch of people with Kiwi accents trying to sound American. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, a lot of the sound editing was kind of off. I think they had like new equipment or something like that. So it was just it just felt really different. Um, okay. Yeah, and then you know, Dino Thunder brought back Tommy Oliver, um, and right. I was like, okay, I now that. I know who this is. 
and they did like they they had the fifth on their episode, so they was just it was literally a clip show <laughs> with like the past eleven years of Power Rangers. So like at that point in time, in like two thousand four, two thousand five, I had like full knowledge of like what was going on, the full history. I can like name you every Power Ranger from like ninety three to two thousand nine, and you know I'd seen the two movies. There was the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, which was like yes. non canonical, but it was. It was yeah. It was. I weird. love that movie. Yeah, it was. I, yeah, yeah. I love that movie, and I love that soundtrack. Did you ever? I'm sure you did. Did you ever watch Power Rangers Turbo, like the movie? Yes. Right. Yes. When a little yeah. kid says, okay. "I'm the new Blue Ranger," isn't that cool enough? Uh, isn't that cool or what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. The li- kid with the '90s bowl cut. Yes. Absolutely. And then he grows. Absolutely. He grows in height when he morphs. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, yeah, Power Rangers Turbo is sick. <laughs> yeah, and that that was a weird thing because it's like, you know, that's that's what they, because that was canonical, but, but that was um, yeah, that was the transition from Zeo to Turbo. Um, and I'm sure if you're See, if you're a movie critic and you've watched that shit and it's like, what the hell, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of questionable things that happen in Turbo, and I think somehow between Mighty Morphin and at least Power Rangers in space, Zeo was the one that I missed. I remember getting Mm -hmm. a Power Rangers birthday cake one year, and (laughs) given it was not my first nor my last, um, I think that was actually the same birthday I got um, Crash Crash 2 for for my birthday. Wow. So, yeah, I remember getting Crash 2 and um, and a DualShock. Anyway, um, I think Zeo were the Power Rangers that were on the cake, and I had no, I was like, what are these? What are and these I weird shapes on their helmets? Like, <laughs> yeah, and my mom was just like, those are Power Rangers. I'm like, which ones? <laughs> I, and for the longest time, until I got older, I was like, oh, Power Rangers Zeo? That must have been what that was. Yeah. And I've never done my due diligence and gone back and checked it out. But I was a huge Power Rangers kid as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm on the like exact opposite side of you guys. My only <laughs> connection to Power Rangers is the GBA Ninja Storm game. Oh, I had that. And that is it. <laughs> I like besides this movie and that game, my Power Rangers knowledge is like zero. And even then, I don't remember the game at all. I remember the cartridge. I don't remember the gameplay or I, anything. I, I can oh like my, name. I have I can, the main battle music in my Power head Rangers. right now because you mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I have no connection. To, I was never a Power Rangers kid. I don't know why. I just never was. Well, I and mean, like, you were. I think you were like. Well, you were born in ninety. You were born in two thousand, right? Off 2000, yeah. Yeah, and I was born in 95, and whereas, like, I had an older cousin who um, who was, I think he was about 10 years older than I was. I think he was watching Mighty Morphin, and he and I would watch it together, and I think that was kind of mm-hmm. like, um, either either he was actively watching it, or he was just like, oh, here's this cool thing I liked. Maybe, like, my little cousin will like it. Um, and I remember watching Mighty Morphin with him growing up, and then eventually, like, you know, going beyond that. But no, I think that makes perfect sense that, it, that you might have missed it. You were about, like seven years afterwards yeah i'm like i think it might be a reason why spoilers are for the podcast i think i'm gonna be the only person here that is not uh like high quote-unquote in this movie sure i think that's probably why so i have none of that emotional connection to mm-hmm. the show or anything like that yep. but I, I think it's interesting like there's so much history and lore behind power rangers that i mm-hmm. didn't know and so listening to you guys talk for the past like four <laughs> minutes like i've learned so much already yeah because like i knew the original names that was it i knew the names of the original power rangers because of the movie and that's it 
Yeah, and it's um, and as someone who dropped out like ten years ago mm-hmm. from this whole shebang, um, learning that there's more to it, like not yeah. not just the Nickelodeon stuff, but there are comics that kind of goes deeper into the lore. Um, and they and are the comics good? That's what I apparently yes. <laughs> oh, that's incredible! And they see. They, I always hear people mm-hmm. talk about it, but I've never read them. Yeah, apparently they make a lot of deep cuts and a lot of weird connections. And oh. um, I had played the new fighting game that came out last year. I think it's Battle for the Grid or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there, there was like an evil out. Tommy Oliver who's like from the comics in there, and he's like the main bad okay. guy of the story mode. Um, so. So it it it's like I'm I'm in like turning galaxy brain. It's like wow, there's like so much more stuff, and this is not a thing I have to be embarrassed by anymore because it's like hey, what? we it's all like cool thing now. We all like stupid shit, so it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, but yeah, a lot of yeah. kids I knew were more were more into like um, um, you know, not not really kids that I knew, but people I I feel like people were generally more into Transformers and Ninja Turtles. So, like, when those movies came out, I didn't really have any attachment to those, so I can kind of get that feeling with this one. Um, yeah, I I agree. I was thinking about this on the way home. Um, thinking about, I hear a lot of people talk about, especially the older generation, love G.I. Joes and love uh-huh. Transformers and love that. And I have, and whenever those movies came out, given I, I like Transformers, the movie Spine as a kid growing up, <laughs> I didn't watch the show. I think I had the toys. Given it's not okay to like those movies anymore, <laughs> I'm kidding. For anybody who likes those movies, I'm totally kidding. But, um, but you know, typically not considered the best. And I remember people like talking about how much they love GI Joe, and but those are the things that miss me. And it, yeah, it totally. I was gonna just reiterate what you said. It totally makes sense that it would totally it would miss somebody like Zach, especially some of the magic that's in this movie for people like you and me, Chris, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I totally, I totally see why almost half of it, if not more than half of it, doesn't land on Zach. Yeah, yeah, I think like my emotional connection in comparison to Power Rangers for you guys is Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah, because like I watched Scooby Doo like every series they had, even though the series started what forty years before I was born. Yeah, yeah. I still like that is I my Power Rangers is Scooby Doo, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. No, it but, makes like, sense. That's my that's my shit. That's my shit. Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and shout out, shout out, people, uh, what's new Scooby Doo? The theme song by Simple Plan. Oh yeah, <laughs> shout, shout out to Simple Plan. And some people, <laughs> and some people have the connection to uh, uh, TMNT as well. Like I'm not an Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. guy, but a lot of if at, at, in the '90s, if you weren't a Ninja Turtles kid, you were a Power Rangers kid, or you mm-hmm. were both. Yeah. Yeah, I can't name a single Power Ranger by looking at the or a turtle by naming by looking at them. Yeah, I but mean, I, I I understand like the draw. Right. Okay, we kind of got our history with Power Rangers, and I feel like I'm on the opposite side of you guys. It's <laughs> interesting. Let's get into like the, kind of the movie itself. I was looking at the trivia on IMDb as I do before every show, and I had forgotten this being a big deal when the movie was announced. But I remember it now about Brian Cranston like coming back to the series after doing like minor villain roles to be mm-hmm. Zordon because like I had forgotten that he played like two different villains in the original show. And by yeah, villains, you mean, like, Monster of the Day. Like, it's just, like, one episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was Twin Man and Snizzard. Is that how you pronounce I'm guessing that's how you pronounce that. I, think so. I don't Morphin. remember these dudes. Are just, just, just like, yeah, they're, like, the random, like, yeah. one-off from 30 years ago. And then I was watching this, and I recognized the high school. And I realized, as leading the trivia, it's the high school from Smallville. <laughs> oh, is it? the same high school in this. Yeah. That's really that's And I was like, I recognize this. 
and then kind of a fun little visual nod is the fact that every character wears their color, like in the movie, they're always wearing their That's color. That's a very sort of TV clothing. show thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very. Like I thought, I thought they weren't going to do it for the movie, but they they did. They really did. And I didn't even notice it until I looked at the when I was looking at the trivia, and I was like, "Huh, you're right. They yeah. do." <laughs> I never noticed it. And then my last fact here is kind of one for me because. Uh, KJ Appa, who plays Archie in Riverdale, was really like was considered for Jason, <laughs> and that would have ruined this movie. Like this movie would be mm-hmm. god awful if they put KJ Appa in, because I put here the hashtag Riverdale sucks, but I kind of ironically like it and I hate myself for I it. I think that's everyone's because Riverdale is a with that show. terrible show, but I still can't stop yeah. watching it for some reason. Yeah. Riverdale is like the best worst thing ever. Oh god, it is so yeah. bad. And thinking about Decray Montgomery playing jason compared to how kj app would have played him it would have been really bad yeah because like shout out to decray because like he's billy in stranger things is a not a good character but right. like season three that arc he has or arc quote unquote makes me appreciate this more since it was you know two and a half years before mm-hmm. season three of stranger things came out and i think he's a he's a good actor yeah, i think he, i mean he's he a, was a well-realized a, character, character and like the performance yeah. really was a big part of that yeah mm-hmm. I agree. And moving into like talking about Decray, like moving into the cast, Naomi Scott also super cool. I like her a lot. I like the new Aladdin because she was in it and she's yes. great in that movie. Yeah, she, and just the entire like, cast, like in general, is so good. They have great chemistry. I said that later in the in the doc, but their yeah. chemistry all around is yeah, super good. Yeah, I, I don't recall the name of the dude who played Billy Cranston, but um, I I remember oh. watching him in Me and Earl and Dying Girl and thinking he was really good yes. there, and I thought RJ RJ something higher. Um, Billy Cranston, yes. named after Brian Cranston, presumably. I guess one voice actor really made a huge impact on <laughs> on those writers, <laughs> um, or at least that's what. Brian Cranston claims, but I, I can believe it, I guess. That um, um, he says, say my name, and they're like, okay, yes, okay, yes. you were in Breaking Bad. <laughs> in, in about like, 10 years it. from now, because uh, <laughs> it's still the 90s. <laughs> uh. Talking about Naomi Scott, uh, there's this scene in the beginning where she's in the bathroom, and those two cheerleader girls walk in, mm-hmm. and they say, we're cutting you out, and then literally cut a photo of them. That's is like the best cheesy part of this. That's movie. like it's something you would scenes. see, like not even in Mean Girls one, but like Mean Girls two. Like it's just so cliche and so like. <laughs> it's a straight to DVD. Movie. <laughs> yeah, you ran out of you ran out of Mean Girl material, and so now you're just scraping the bottom of the bin. Yeah, <laughs> they're just coming in and cutting off, cutting out the picture. And then I have two here. Bill Hader is the goat. Mm-hmm. I, Bill Hader in this is is fun. I really like his voice playing. He's Alpha Five. Yes, right? I'm not. Yes, Alpha Five. Yeah. And, um, you know, I I can imagine, like, because I I was watching this with my friend uh, Caitlin Gleesro, who loves this movie, but they're not really into original Power Rangers. So like, I was just I was on my bullshit when we were watching this movie, and I was like, <laughs> oh, once you gonna say I I I? When is he gonna say I I I? And Caitlin's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then. <laughs> Bill Hader says I I I and it's like yeah, it's like we did it everyone like I'm, I'm like that guy um, Alpha awesome. was just Alpha was so was so much better than I ever expected <laughs> because in in the show Alpha is very um I mean <laughs> how else could you possibly describe Alpha other than I I I yeah. but it's yeah it's very um very cautious and but 
Bill Hader takes it to like a whole new level and kind of bullies the kids, and it's the funniest <laughs> thing. I love it so much. Like this alternate universe where Alpha is just bullying teenagers, mm-hmm. and it's just yeah, I love I love Bill Hader as Alpha in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then moving on here, my final thing in the cast is Brian Cranston as Zordon. His voice works so well. Oh yeah, he's got a great Zordon. voice. Like um, no, it's no so tube, good. but uh, I did like the kind of like True. the the yeah upgrade it's like it's like that toy where like, with all the pins and you like put a thing through there it and like it's like one of those <laughs> i like to imagine how they filmed it it's just a big wall of like, <laughs> pins that brian yeah. cranston puts his face into yeah and i i'm curious like i assume brian cranston agreed to this project because of his affection for like mm-hmm. his past as like a voice actor um when he had like smaller yeah. acting roles because like he usually has like a point system for when he picks roles um and like wait really yeah yeah he described this when he was um when he was describing how he did godzilla um okay and uh, apparently godzilla did not meet his points i forget the we had to we had to find the interview at some point but um he mm-hmm. he eventually agreed to be on the, but he does have a weird point system on how he chooses projects <laughs> wonder what points he gave to why him let's not forget <laughs> that movie <laughs> how many points did he give to malcolm in the middle you know <laughs> probably all of them <laughs> to be fair i still adore malcolm in the middle but yeah and then uh, talking about brian Cranston, the opening scene of this film is one of my favorite scenes like of the entire movie <laughs> i think it's super cool and i don't i don't even i, I like i'm guessing for fans it has some sense of like why it's here but it's just really cool to watch it's like oh explosions and mm-hmm. brian Cranston and alien makeup <laughs> Speaking of made-up language, um... Yeah. Yeah. But apparently, Elizabeth Banks was fluent <laughs> that Brian Cranston and, and uh, Bill Hader had a hard time with, but Elizabeth Banks made herself fluent. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, she's, she's committed to this to this role. Uh, That's so we'll about later. Elizabeth Banks eats up this Oh, movie. yes. She is giving she, it chomps. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Where was that, where was that in, uh... What was the superhero movie she was in a couple months, a couple years? Uh, Pitch like Perfect year. 2. No, um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yes. That's Charlie's it. Angels. That's it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the one, it was the uh, Satan the, Superman, right? That yeah, one. Oh, the yeah, movie. the James Gunn, yeah. the Brightburn, I think. Brightburn, Brightburn yeah. yeah. There you go. Where was that in Brightburn, Elizabeth Banks? Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that opening yeah. would just, because like, I was like, okay, it's going to open on the moon and it's just going to come out the dumpster. But then it was like, Earth Cenozoic Era. And it's like, what is happening? Because <laughs> <Okay>. like, <laughs> they were the reason that the dinosaurs were extinct. Yeah. Apparently. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. that was wild. Because, like, you know, Zordon's from Zolt, the planet Zoltar or whatever in the show. And, like, he was yeah. definitely not a ranger in the show. So this is like, okay, all right, we're going to do stuff differently. That's that's all right. I can, I can yeah. get this. And yeah, I it think, was her being. Go ahead. And I think. Morgan. Sorry, I just think, like, as a standalone, like, Power Rangers thing, I think this one is unique enough to where, like, um, you can't really say it's based off of any particular one. Mm-hmm. And it it's, do you remember, do either of you remember, I'm sure, I'm sure Chris does, the, um, the Power Slash Rangers yes. uh, short that was, yeah. that came out in, like, 2014. Zach, did you ever see I that? I remember this. Yes, it was, like, that gritty Power Rangers short on YouTube, yes. right? Yeah. And yes, so, I remember this. Yeah, and so whenever I remember seeing this first bit, I remember freaking out because I never <laughs> thought they would have done this. And given it's not as dark as that, but mm-hmm. it's close enough. And I think for as dark as this movie gets, it, do- ah, it does a pretty good job of it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I really, I don't know, I really enjoy it. And I remember watching it last night and, you know, 
I, we talked about earlier, I have a, I have a soft spot for Power Rangers and like, you know, growing up. And I remember watching it last night and just being floored about how, how much all of it actually meant to me. Cause I haven't watched this movie since 2017. Yeah. And man, when those moments hit, they hit and they're mm-hmm. very good. They're, I, this is a, I don't know. I think this is a very, mm, this was a, a movie made by Power Rangers fans, at least to some extent. It didn't feel like a Transformers mm-hmm. to me. So was Rita not a Green Ranger like in any? Oh God, Rita no! Story? She was just like an evil no. witch with a okay. with a magic wand that she would throw to the ground that would make the monster of the day grow somehow because magic. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Now I get it. Yeah, and I I think one of the the strong parts of the movie is the team in general. Like yes. I said it before, but like the team itself is super cool. I put here Billy's the best of the group because I really like his character a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the chemistry is excellent. Mm-hmm. And also, the suits and the Zords look pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I like the suits and the Zords a lot. And the Megazord is super dope. Yeah, uh, I feel like the obvious point of comparison is it's kind of Iron Man-ish with some alien-ish <laughs> elements. And, um, like, I, like they call it, like, it's, it's, they're not suits, they're armor, right? I think they keep using the word yeah. armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because they're like they're like the micros, like like how Iron Man's armor is later in the MCU. Mm-hmm. It's like it grows onto them, which is right. Yeah, I know people were like, um, there there was like discourse about um, how the female armor was different because you know they're women and they have different chests, but um, uh, yeah. which I think is a valid criticism. <laughs> that is a little ridiculous, but um, you know, it's uh, yeah. I mean, they it it's. It gets so weird because when you talk about how this is an adaptation, it's very whispered down the lane, like a game of telephone, because, you know, Power Rangers is already an adaptation of a right. tokusatsu, of, of Super Sentai, so then this movie is, like, a Hollywood interpretation of an adaptation, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So it's it's like, it's 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 getting into, like, weird, like, degrees of separation from the original stuff um and to see like this is this is what we think power rangers is in 2017 you know i I, yeah it it makes sense for the era in which this movie came out (laughs) very much so Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i I read on the the trivia that like this is the first power rangers property to like give thanks or like recognize that it's an adaptation of japanese Mm -hmm. uh stuff Mm -hmm. I didn't. I was surprised by that. I didn't realize that this was like the first time it's been like, yes, we're an adaptation, and thank you yeah, for the. But ideas. it's still very because like um, Saban, uh, Haim Saban, who like owned Power Rangers before Disney bought it. I think he bought it back with the the whole Nickelodeon stuff. So like, technically, if you look at the poster, you see in very small letters. Saban's Power Rangers, <laughs> so he's oh. he still wants you to know that this is his thing. Um, yeah, that's cool. Saban is in very tiny letters on the poster. It's it's kind of funny. Um, yeah, and didn't they didn't they recently? At least the property is owned by Bandai Namco. Yes, now, I believe uh, they. I yes, they the... did. Yeah, because now yes. uh, Transformers. Oh, uh, Power sorry, Rangers Hasbro. 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 Yeah. Hasbro. That makes sense because mm-hmm. Transformers, right? Yeah. So yeah, because if we ever do, we we'll probably never get a sequel to this, um, <laughs> yeah. es- especially now that it switched owners. Mm-hmm. But I would love. I don't know. I'd love to have another one of these. 
Yeah, totally. Yeah, because I I read it, it was on the Wikipedia, but Decray Montgomery was like, yeah, we're not doing one. They're gonna yeah. it. They're not doing a sequel. Yeah, which I think this movie sets up a sequel like super well too. Yeah, um, yeah, especially oh, yeah. the 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 tease, the mid credits of Tommy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and oh yeah, and Zach, I don't think you you may not know this. The Green Ranger, it, it makes a little bit of sense that um that Rita they make Rita the Green Ranger at least. Because the Green Ranger, in some way, is always under Rita's control, and that is for a while that there's another there's another plot line where that's the main villain, and eventually that person turns good, and then they become a, you know they become a good Power Ranger, and so whenever it's not technically inaccurate, it kind they kind of just made it to be like okay instead of it having another person, we're just gonna give it to Rita first, and it seems like Tommy might have been that um that. Uh, minion, I guess, in the in the sequel, if that makes sense. Yeah, reading the trivia, it said here like the Tommy's desk. It has the jacket, which is his Zord's a dragon. Yes. But then also has a Better Choices book because he's recruited by villains, and then a book on biology because he's a paleontologist later. <laughs> oh so my was, god, that's such a good Easter egg. That's a really deep. Yeah, plot. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I do. I mean, maybe this is a hot take. I don't know. I think Tommy was a better ranger, um, a better at least leader by the end of Mighty Morphin. Yeah, sure. But that's just me. Like he's definitely yeah. like the Power Ranger, you know? Like he they, <laughs> um it's my understanding that one of the later um one of the later Nickelodeon seasons had like a, it was a 20th anniversary thing, so they had a lot of the old yeah. dudes come back and like Tommy was like the <laughs> was like the center of that obviously. Um <laughs> like the, and at the end of this movie, you can see the original uh, actor for Tommy and Kimberly. Jason David Frank and Amy Jo mm-hmm. Johnson are like taking yeah. pictures with their phone. Um, it's awesome. <laughs> it was it was another one of those moments where I was like, oh, that it's <laughs> like me pointing at the screen. <laughs> it's, it's, it's there. Yeah, it's the Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, movie exactly. We're just pointing at the TV. Yeah, <laughs> and like, silly. and uh, also there's another story where um, Jason David Frank apparently got in trouble because in the premiere he took out his phone and then they still escort like whenever he came up on the screen and security escorted him out and he was very upset awesome. he was he's like well i wanted to record the moment it's just like well you were in a public theater like <laughs> dude what still a, illegal. Dude, he's a, he's an mma fighter don't mess with him so <laughs> yeah right like, exactly and yeah, isn't he a born-again of... christian as well <laughs> i didn't know that i think I think one of the okay, look, one of the former power, power rangers, raging for God. He's raging for God. <laughs> I mean, Wikipedia, the first fighting, uh, the first uh, phrase of his personal life section is Frank identifies as a Christian. So you might there you right. go. <laughs> I told you. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Power Rangers are wild. He was. Uh, the, the, <laughs> that's so funny. That's such a random like. Fun fact yeah. to have a um, Wikipedia. I'm curious what kind of high schools you guys went to, and if if this movie's depiction <laughs> of high school is in any way accurate. Oh no, <laughs> no. not the slightest. My high school definitely had fewer pipes <laughs> in general. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what about you? Because <laughs> I, I went to an all boys private school, so like nothing in television is applicable to my experience. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, valid. Yeah, this is nothing like my high school. Like, yeah. I don't think we had Saturday school ever. Yeah. Nor was no. it like government police mandated that you had to go to Saturday school. <laughs> it's like it's like some nightmare breakfast think. club. But um, yeah, it's yeah. It, I I think the stuff that did like besides the mean girl stuff. I mean, the the whole controversy was Kimberly was that she, like, she leaked 
like a like a racy photo of a friend mm-hmm. or something like uh, that. Yeah, one, then, of a, one of a one of a student. Yeah, yeah. From my understanding, mm-hmm. it's like one of the male students. She leaks a photo of them, which is interesting. Like for 2017, that's a a good plot point. I don't know if "good" is the right word. It, it, it relevant. Yeah, um, yeah, yes. relevant. Yeah. You know, like you know, uh, Billy. Like I like how Billy straight up talks about him being on the spectrum. You know, that's something yes. that you, you don't really hear in mainstream media. And then you have things like, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know, just that that whole that whole dynamic. It, it felt like a good update from the older stuff because, like, right? Um, you know, J- you know, Jason is a jock. Um, Kimberly is like a girly girl. Billy's the nerd with the glasses. Uh, mm-hmm. Trini because he's Asian, I guess, new martial arts, and Zach because he's black. <laughs> it was like the hip hop guy, um, the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and then they, you know, they 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 mixed up the races a little bit, and like uh, everyone was a little more grounded and as cliche as it, as it was. Like it was still, it was still very twenty first century. I feel, and I think yeah. that that worked for me. For what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I, I think it updated much better than the TMNT movies did. <laughs> right. <laughs> much, much better. It kind of the last thing I have here on the team thing is the fact that they all should have died like 20 minutes into the movie. <laughs> like, they all die. <laughs> tw- like, multiple times. Like, the fact that Jason survives that initial car crash is impressive. Because that thing rolls many yeah. times. Yeah. Well, it was, the, it was the power coins, and then they woke up and they had the toby mcguire putting on his glasses in front of the mirror scene <laughs> breaking yeah, and they're breaking the, the uh <laughs> breaking the sink yeah and then they did the andrew garfield thing when he breaks the <laughs> the alarm clock you know this was this was spider-man and chronicle uh basically um oh man chronicle what a movie yeah. that's that was my first thought when i saw the trailer i was like wait is this just chronicle <laughs> found footage power rangers have been pretty dope oh, man it probably been really shaky though. Yeah, the end. don't been, like I'm glad for didn't go that thirty route. minutes. Uh, which is which is funny <laughs> because the director of this movie, Dean Israelite, his previous movie was Project Almanac, which I never saw, but that was found footage. So oh. I am very. And that explains. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that movie. That movie was not good. <laughs> if I remember correctly. I don't remember anything positive about it. <laughs> what in the wow? Well, that movie just went under the radar. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's, like I think. One of my favorite parts of the movie is Elizabeth Banks as Rita. Yeah. Like, she does, she's great. Like, I like Elizabeth Banks anyways. Yeah. But I really enjoy, like, the scene of her in the uh, jewelry store. <laughs> it's just, like, her chewing scenery, and it's so good. She's, like, like her... bullying the person behind the counter who mm-hmm. just, she like, Rita walks in, and the, la- the white lady behind the counter just immediately calls the police. <laughs> just immediately it's like okay <laughs> like, like trouble, yeah. and then she just starts bullying the like crap out of her yeah the fact that she uh improvised eating the necklace i read that also it was super funny are you kidding me wow what? wait like, did she? that is yeah it's what it said on the imdb trivia is that elizabeth banks improvised eating the yeah, necklace elizabeth banks method acted in power rangers <laughs> I, I, would be, I would believe it i believe it <laughs> It is Elizabeth makes an interview and they ask her why she ate the gold necklace. Like, look, she's like, <laughs> that wasn't me. That was Rita. Uh, I Elizabeth Banks never ate a necklace. And people are people are impressed by Tom Hardy jumping jumping in a lobster tank. Come on, she ate <laughs> right? a necklace. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and then talking about Rita, it's about Goldar also. The uh-huh. Goldar design, I think, is cool. I don't know what you guys being 
Power Rangers fans is not for you guys, but I think it looks. I don't cool. remember what he yeah, looks like, <laughs> to be honest. Well, he it was a, originally he kind of had that whole Hounds of Anubis ki- type of look. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. do you, you do you know what I'm talking about? Like he yeah 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 he had like a dog a dog type oh, face. Wow. <laughs> he, yeah, he had like a dog type face uh, back in the day. Yeah, and so to have this. Have Goldar just not be a character at all and instead just a tool? And given Goldar was a recurring villain, that was just a minion. Yeah. I mean, Goldar got beaten a dozen times, I'm sure, in the original. I'm sure Bulk and Skull probably beat him at yeah, least once, and he, too. Because, like, they changed his voice to be menacing to comedic, so he became comic relief eventually. Like, yeah, he's a goofball. He, he, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so whenever they made him... I feel like Chris definitely has... Um, I feel like your opinion is worth more on this because you you stay well just because you stayed with the franchise for so much longer than I did. I gave up after I was probably I think my final breath on Power Rangers was probably seven. Yeah. And whenever whenever I saw Goldar in this movie, you know, I was kind of like, oh, that's a cool take on Goldar. But I didn't, you know, I didn't necessarily think too much about it. But I, I kind of I would understand why somebody would have a big issue with just completely taking the character out of Goldar. I mean, I after I'm, seeing the original one, I take it back. <laughs> the original Goldar looks so much cooler. I want the Wolfman. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, he's he's also a playable character in that new video game. So like, uh, if you want to see OG Goldar in a modern day thing, like there you go. But um, uh, yeah, I, I'm not like I'm not precious about a lot. Like, the fact that they uh, changed Rita's entire origin and Zordon's entire origin, like, I didn't really care about that. I'm not, like, like, to me, it's not gospel. Um, okay. So, it, I guess that made sense, because, like, when you're, when you're, like, writing everything on the, on the whiteboard, and you're like, okay, so she needs an ultimate weapon of some sort, um, there isn't really anything applicable from the original series, so it's like, oh, you know what, everyone knows Goldar. There you go. And he looks cool. Sure. It'll be they'll CGI. It'll be a giant gold monster. There you go. And like, that's fine with me. Like, you're making a movie. Like, it's yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't think the movie suffers because we don't have a. We have the comic relief as Alpha, and we have mm-hmm. Billy, and yeah. mm-hmm. everybody is pretty naturally funny. Yeah. In this movie, and so I don't think pee in this cup. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> that, that whole scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I don't think I don't think you know Goldar probably would have added too much anyway. I don't think the movie was missing anything by not having, you know, that original character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like seeing Goldar the fi- like the final fight. I, I put here, I think it's kind of boring up until the Megazord pops out. Like, mm-hmm. there's that emotional moment when they're falling in the pit that's like Toy Story 3 that I actually kind of enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, once the Megazord comes out, it's like, oh, yeah, this is freaking cool. Yeah. And then they they Batista bomb Goldor. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Our Goldor. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, this is cool. I mean, that's... But up until that, I'm just kind of like, oh, it's just a big fight. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's like, yeah, it, it, becomes, it became a mech movie. For, for a short while um yeah. pacific rim in maine yeah or wherever well, they are. <laughs> right. i mean well if you think about it at least like every other episode of power rangers eventually becomes a, a kaiju movie mm-hmm. and and so i guess it's fitting that this movie ends up ends up as a kaiju yeah stud type yeah. of situation and, but yeah. you know be, people like it, it's it's that whole like classic godzilla versus modern godzilla like do you like the dude in the right. suit versus the CGI uh, brawl, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and cause, absolutely. Yeah, because you, know, you can definitely tell in the original Super Sentai stuff that those are dudes in suits. Um, and, <laughs> in model towns. Yeah, you love yeah. it or you hate it, I guess. Um, so, 
I, I think I just wanted a lot more hand-to-hand stuff because um, yeah, the the original show is very much focused on martial arts, and I um, there is some there is some genuinely good choreography in those old shows. Um, I can't speak mm-hmm. for the newer Nickelodeon stuff, but definitely during like the classic Saban, and you know even in the Disney era, I would say that the choreography was pretty well done. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, in, in the movie, it's it's like it's. I don't know if it's martial arts or brawling that they're like training to do because um, yeah they're like they're like training to actually I don't know have like well the willpower to morph like they they were kind of yeah. missing that chemical yeah. X or whatever it was and they're they're fighting virtual giants rock monsters <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> I I feel like now that you say that I feel I, I feel a little differently I feel like maybe you could have saved the kaiju fight for the sequel if you weren't mm-hmm. gonna give them suits until the third act mm-hmm. yeah it's like an hour and a half and it's like an hour and 32 minutes into the movie they finally put their suits on yeah but they finally get their suits on i feel like man we just built up for all of this to be literally just one fight in the entire movie yeah that's another thing is like for a power rangers movie there's only one fight which i know how this show is it's like you're fighting right. mm-hmm. the villain of the week at the end but I feel like there's no build up to it it's literally just like all right we're at krispy Kreme, we're fighting <laughs> yeah that's yeah it. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think that might be, thinking about that way, that might be the weakest part of the movie for me. It's but, a lot of build up for like 30 minutes of payoff. Yeah. 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 It's very, yeah. very it, clearly it's, an origin story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. And I think, yeah, I think to Chris's point, it probably would have benefited if, I don't know, either if they would have gotten the suits a little bit earlier or if they would have replaced the kaiju fight at the end with a more personal sort of standoff with Rita. Yeah. Or something like I, that. I, I was kind of trying not to laugh when they, they like, gathered the stadium. It's like, okay, let's murder this lady. And they all, like, uh, they, they yeah. pick up, like, a pipe and, like, a chain. And it's like... <laughs> it's yeah. Good. And they they obviously fail. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel yeah. like if they had this... Billy dies. Yeah, Billy dies in this movie. Uh, it's yeah. dark. Um, so I, I was, like, I, I was... It almost felt like the movie was, was like, averse to having the actual Power Rangers stuff in Power Rangers. Like they were trying to hold off the suits as much as possible. Again, going back to like that that Godzilla movie where it's like let's save Godzilla until the end. Or um, <laughs> you get his foot. That is all. <laughs> yeah. Or like, I I kept thinking about Man of Steel during this. Like, cause there, there's kind of like similar visuals and camera stuff, but also like. Man of Steel was very much like, oh, what if we did Superman, but let's avoid a lot of the Superman stuff. Um, I'm not sure how you feel about that movie, but that's that's kind of how it felt. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. It's kind yeah. of like, it's in that like modern day rebootish where it's like, we're not going to give you that emotional, you know, money shot until the very right, end. Right, but it's, it's like, it's almost afraid of the source material. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, it's, it's almost afraid of like not being taken seriously, but it's like, Dude, Marvel has like freaking Ant Man and Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, you can do whatever the hell you want now. Like, yeah. Just go with it. Um, yeah, they go for that darker DC tone. It doesn't pay yeah, off particularly and, well for like the con, like comparison. Yeah, and I, I think, I think the most successful part is like, um, like when they're all like sharing their own traumas, like over like over a, I guess a campfire or whatever. When they're, yeah, I do like that. Yeah, song. and you know, like, and they mm-hmm. they get into like, um, Chinese, uh, sexual orientation. They get into like, um, mm-hmm. it's it's very breakfast clubby, you know. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So, making them actual, making an actual bond because like in in, 
original show, they get... Zoran says, find me five teenagers with attitude. He just beams them in, gives them the morpher, <laughs> puts them in the suits, puts them in the zords, and they fight Goldar, and that's it. Um, like, and, you know, um, it's, 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 it's nicer to see that these characters actually have relationships with each other. Granted, I thought Zack and Trini yeah. needed more time, and I was like, oh, we'll save that for the sequel, and then I got sad after I thought for five seconds after yeah. saying that. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Seeing the, it made Harley and money back, it's like, oh, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Bummer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think we really we really covered a lot of good stuff with the movie. Is there anything else you guys want to say real quick before we go to break? I got nothing. What about you, Chris? Uh, I'm more of a crispy. I'm more of a, D- a Dunkin' Donuts person than Krispy Kreme. So. Um... <laughs> oh yeah, we will definitely discuss Krispy <gasps> okay. Kreme once we come back from this break. We will see you guys right after this. <laughs> and we are back, Chris Morgan. Is Power Rangers 2017 that terrible? No, are you kidding me? <laughs> no. That, that yeah, that's no. That's it right there. Are you kidding me? Is that's my opinion as well. With thinking about how low the score is, but like, yeah, what are your guys' kind of thoughts on it? Like, forty-four percent is insane. Yeah, I'm just yeah. gonna keep going yeah. here. Like, forty-four percent is wild. Like, I put here overall fine movie. Picks up the last I mean, I mean, granted, like if you've seen so many of these um, kind of teen movies, like you know, I can't speak for any of these like found footage movies and um, uh, you know, young adult stuff that's been coming out recently because I haven't really watched those. But when you're a movie critic and you've been watching so many of these, I can see why this wouldn't stick out to you. Um, yeah. So. That reading doesn't surprise. Like, if it was like zero or like five percent, like that would surprise me. Um, but right. people are like, yeah, you know, it's 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 it it hits on all those points that you kind of expect, and you know, the CGI is okay, so that doesn't surprise me. I think to me, it's just kind of that X factor of um, number one, I love Power Rangers. Number two, um, I appreciated a lot of things they did with like talking about autism and talking about sexuality Mm -hmm. and you know having an actual like sensitive issue that would be a real thing in a high school like that that resonated with me as even though i may have problems with how it was handled you know um with 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 trini's sexual orientation i was like oh that's a thing they were probably planning to expand on in the sequel (laughs) but uh, yeah, yeah, kinda, I, yeah, it's just a fireside conversation for yeah. a, a second, yeah, right? Totally, it comes off very Marvel-esque, and I feel like that was not their intention. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, very yeah, easy to and, edit out, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and another thing is talking about how in different areas of the world, this got a 18 plus rating just because of that one scene. Oh, oh wow, which it. is bonkers. Which is yeah. bonkers to me. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But yeah. yeah, it does seem like it's it's set that way to edit out for different territories if they do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think after talking to you guys about it. I feel like I'm much higher in the movie than I was originally. Yeah. I think looking at it kind of through your eyes as fans, it makes a lot more sense why it's so, what what makes it so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think as a movie, it's a 44%. I think as a Power Rangers movie, I, I as a, pa- like, as what it tried, like, on what it's trying to achieve, I think this movie, I don't know, I'd give it, I'd, if I was grading it on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd give it an 8. Because I think at least for me, it gives me all of those bits of nostalgia without 
without directly calling back, there's only we only have the cast of, you know, the five quote original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And those are the names that they recycle here is along with Rita and Zordon and Angel Grove. And that's kind of, you know, it's kind of like a soft reboot type thing. But I feel like this movie is such a standalone experience that um, even though everything is handled differently and, you know, the relationships with the teenagers are so different and the cast is so much more diverse, um, whether that's, you know, whether it's with Bill, Billy, like dealing with uh, autism, Trini dealing with her sexuality, you know, across the board, I think I think they do a, a, a you know, a pretty good job and. I'm really glad this movie exists and I, I tell people to watch this movie all the time because at least for me it's just um it's just a very it's a very good thing to go back to. It didn't at least for me as like a if I was like a Transformers fan, I think this movie learned from all of the things that all the bad things that Transformers did. And given there are some parts where it might look like CGI throw up, but at least the mo- movie is beautifully <laughs> shot and there is a plot of substance. Whereas, you know, Transformers doesn't exactly hit the same, uh, hit the same thing. And I think, you know, there's, there's interesting camera work. They even, they, the tracking shot in the, you know, in the crash sequence in the beginning, given that is very stitched together and it's pretty obvious with the motion blur and everything that it's stitched together, Mm -hmm. but they still did it. And, you know, stuff like that is very fun to watch and, um, at least like impressive to watch. And Mm -hmm. yeah, them doing like the breakfast club take of like, Oh yeah, the five or the five misfits in this high school. Let's you know, let's make them the good guys. Let's make them superheroes. And I think this is the first time ever I probably ever thought of the Power Rangers as superheroes. Yeah. And I think this movie does a really good job, like manipulating your like you into thinking that way. Because as a kid, it's just I don't know. They're just a group of people. At least to me, it was a group of people who got chosen to be the protectors of the universe. It never had a it never had a superhero type feel. And in this one, it very much more does. Maybe that's maybe that can be, you know, um, traced back to the Iron Man like suits or mm-hmm. um, or, you know, just a- as far as how comics have been adapted in the past 20 years, you know, totally. as well. Yeah, that totally changes my opinion on that. But yeah, this is the first time I felt like Power Rangers were superheroes and like had, you know, outside of a high school, they had a relationship with each other and it felt personal and it felt good. And, you know. It's a 44% sure, but I think as a Power Rangers movie, it nails almost everything that it tries to achieve, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to kind of ruin this for a second, because I just remember oh, no. the first joke in the movie is about a guy jerking a cow off. Yeah. <laughs> I had forgotten that until the exact moment. Yeah. Was... That's a thing. Also, the Krispy Kreme shoves, like, the tie-in yes. Krispy Kreme is very weird. It's it's yeah, a Chris, funny gag. About... It's a funny gag the first time, and then they keep saying Krispy Kreme. It's like, okay, yes, I get it. There's Bryce. It, re- it reminds me of the bit in Ant Man where they keep talking about Baskin Robbins. Yeah, Baskin Robbins always <laughs> finds out. Um, <laughs> yeah, Olive Garden, and Sonic. Um, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah but Chris... I love how Billy dies, come back to life, and goes, "We gotta get." <laughs> Like so seriously, so seriously, and it just gets me every time. Oh, so but yeah, no, this movie is not terrible. This is not a terrible movie. After thinking about it a little more, I think it's even better than a fine. I think it's a really good movie. It's a really, it's a really good Power Rangers movie, and I think having you guys here has kind of helped me see that. Because I, I texted Morgan the other day, like, oof, yeah, I gotta talk about this one, and I think <laughs> I've kind of come around on it finally. 
in in Zach's defense, I did threaten to light him up. Oh wow! Yeah, he did. <laughs> so, he fear mongered wow. me into enjoying the movie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, if you guys have anything else, had kind of final thoughts on the the quality of the film overall? I think it's really funny that they all end up in that mine at the exact same time. <laughs> it's like yeah. sure, whatever you gotta get the ball rolling. It's destiny, you know. Mm-hmm. We couldn't. It wasn't like an extracurricular activity like in the uh, the '90s show mm-hmm. where they all just took karate, right? <laughs> yeah, like, and they all ha- they all hung out at the juice bar at Ernie's juice bar every that's week. That's right. And it's like, where's the juice bar in this? Bo- oh, that's not my Power Rangers, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, my- <laughs> the juice bar is attention. I mean, my, yeah, exactly. It's not a weekly show, so there was no hangout spot. Obviously, that makes sense. But um, yeah, it, it does. It, it is a bummer that this is an origin movie that will never be followed up on. Um, yes, it is, absolutely. According to Wikipedia, they want to do a 90s period piece for a reboot, and it's like, ah, oh. all right. Oh no, it's like apocalypse all over. Okay. It's like, I'll take, I'll watch it, but uh, I'll, <laughs> I won't I'll like be it. angry. <laughs> I'll yeah. be angry the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll get one scene in a mall, because it's going to be the 90s. Yeah, of um, It is, I, I do like that, that, that new video game that came out, it does have Billy, uh, Cenozoic era Billy is what they call him, which is a ridiculous name because he's not actually oh, from yeah. the Cenozoic era. But I get what that means, and like it has a suit, and his stage is like the opening of this movie where it's just like <laughs> it's like a battlefield. Oh, wow. um, so it is neat to kind of see this movie uh, still being a part of that larger lore, and um, which makes me kind of um, hesitant to see whatever. Hasbro does next, um, yeah. Because yeah, you know, the comics has has done a good job um, combining everything. You know, even mm-hmm. like RPM, the thing, the fucking Terminator aliens homage that I just described to you, like that isn't a separate um, continuity, but they still find ways to cross over with it because like they respect the history of this show. Um, right, and and that's that's so crazy to me that like. You're a little kid watching Power Rangers now. You have no clue who the Red Time Force Ranger is, but like, hey, here he is, <laughs> like ten <laughs> years later, and I think that's really that's really cool. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I think Power Rangers just in general does a good job of respecting its fans. Yeah, and I think this movie's no exception. Yeah, for sure. They they know they know that people who. Um, who grew up with with Mighty Morphin is like still invested in that whole universe. So yeah, um, that's why I went against the comics, just because they make so many deep cuts, and it's like only the fans will get this. Um, right. So and, and it's cool that this movie is now a part of that. I just hope that they don't yeah. ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed this conversation we had, you guys. I think I had a lot of fun. I think I've learned a lot about Power Rangers as a whole because, wow, I knew nothing. <laughs> Chris, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, where can people find you on the internet slash Twitter slash everywhere? Yeah, uh, you can find me at Compenderizer on the Twitter. Um, other than that, my, my own podcast is called Procedural Conversation. You can subscribe to that in your podcast of choice. It's basically a one-on-one talk show where I talk to people who work in the industry and we talk about a lot of niche topics uh things that aren't really talked about in um other podcast shows so 
community management. We talk about LARPs. We're going to be talking about um, esports business, which might sound boring, but it's really Ooh. fascinating, actually. Uh, that sounds awesome, actually. Yeah, that's, so that's my people kind of thing. Talking, to, talking to the people with boots on the ground on the industry. Um, and other than that, I want to just shout out, um, I, I'm a freelance writer, but I've um, I've written for a lot of publications, including Uppercuts and Dual Shockers, and there are a lot of good people on both of those. Um, Uppercut's mm-hmm. Patreon funded. Shout out Uppercut. Yeah, Uppercut is so rad. Um, it's a mainly a queer-run uh, publication, Patreon funded, and they've been doing a lot of good stuff with... Um, paying freelancers and just generally getting marginalized voices out there so shout out yep. to those dudes yes they are great we love them thank you so much morgan where can they find you at um if you want to i don't recommend it you can find me um <laughs> i changed my twitter handle I, I saw it this morning i saw um, it this morning <laughs> i will not disclose publicly why um you can just find me at morgul that's m-o-r-g-a-u-l on twitter um, and you can find me here on It's Not That Terrible. Where can people find you, Zach? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Y-R-O-K-A-Z underscore N-W-O-R-B. It's a really long one. Uh, I tweet there a lot, a lot of stupid shit, a lot of fun shit. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Y-R-O-K-A-Z. You can find me right here on It's Not That Terrible. Um, yeah, it's basically you can find me on everything. Next week, we have Team NT Secret of the Ooze with Josh Bernardo. Uh, that should be really fun. I'm excited for that one. Chris, again, thank Can you I so much for being here. Can I say one more thing about the movie? Absolutely, go they ahead. They do the Go Go Power Rangers theme when they get in the in the Zords. Oh, it's so good. And then, man, I forgot to ask you about that. I think the movie cuts out before they say. I think it cuts when it's, when it says "You Mighty Morphin Power Rangers," so you actually mm-hmm. don't hear that in the actual movie. I assume it's in a soundtrack version, but yeah, I need to hear that whole song, man. So you know what? I take back everything <laughs> I said. This movie is terrible. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> a plot twist. Plot twist of the night. Thank you guys so much. Chris, thank you. Thanks we will see you guys next week. <laughs>